Hello and welcome to the Curious Choice Leader podcast. I'm your host, Becca Prado, and it's time to step into your leadership one curious choice at a time. You're brilliant at what you do and you want to keep doing it, but your success means that you have a bigger role and a team to go with it. Suddenly, you're facing a new challenge, leadership, and it's a challenge that keeps changing and evolving and growing with you. This show is dedicated to helping experts like you become the leader you want to be, to create working worlds that work for you, your business and everyone connected with it, whether it's your own business or someone else's. This first season is all about leading change. In an increasingly uncertain world, one of our few certainties is that we're going to have to lead change. We're going to get curious about change itself, about our experiences with change, and see what lessons we can learn, and then make choices about how we apply them to the next set of changes we need to make. It seems that last week I wasn't the only podcast talking about having difficult conversations. Simon Sinek also talked about the subject with David Harris. They had a great conversation, so I'd recommend checking it out. While we came at the subject from a very different starting point, there were three key themes that we both covered the importance of having those difficult conversations and just getting started, the need to be open to new ideas when you're having them, and the importance of great listening. One of the questions that Simon asked David was how he learned to listen so well. And it's a great question. The research shows us that less than 25% of professionals have had any formal training in listening, yet we know it's a key leadership skill and it's fundamental when you're leading change. I'd even argue it's a key life skill. So are you ready? It's time to get curious and make some choices about how we listen. We have lots of training available on how to present and how to talk and how to structure our ideas for other people, but not how to listen effectively and take in that information. If we are in the happy minority who've had some training, it's probably been about how to actively listen, how to show that we're paying attention, to nod, to make encouraging sounds. We may even have been taught to mirror the other person's body language or summarise what they've told us. And there's nothing wrong with that, and there's nothing wrong with active listening. But it's not enough, especially when you want to get the benefits of being a good listener. And these benefits are substantial. Being able to listen greatly is fundamental to building our relationships with our teams, and it's what underpins our ability to work with them effectively. It's important for our teams to feel listened to, and listening is one of the key ways you let people know you value them. Listening well allows you to build trust, show empathy and compassion. It does the same for our relationships with our stakeholders and clients, making sure we truly understand what they need from us, identifying solutions that are going to work and how we resolve any challenges that come up. Listening well will also ensure that we understand what's happening in our wider organisation and in the wider world we operate in, which not only helps us make decisions, but it also builds our credibility. As curious choice leaders, listening to what you're hearing and not hearing around you is a basic part of being curious. Listening is the best way to gather information. And good listening is indeed very active. It's not something we can sit passively and do. It's not about letting sound wash over you in the way that maybe you would if you were relaxing and listening to a meditation tape or a favourite piece of music. When we're listening in the context of leadership, listening is a much more participative activity than that. So we know we can listen differently at different times, and we don't need to listen with the same intensity all of the time. The art is knowing how you need to listen and when. Listening well takes conscious effort and energy, so picking the right level to listen at helps you get the most from conversations without taking more energy or effort than you need to. Let's take a look at the different levels of listening. 
Imagine a staircase and each step that we talk about builds on the one before, heading towards really great listening. I'll make sure there's a graphic showing you this in the show notes if you'd like a visual. At the bottom step of the staircase is what I call ignoring. What's happening here is we may think we're listening. We may even tell people we're listening, but actually we're busy doing something else. And for some of you, that'll be the level that you're listening to me at right now. So we haven't engaged our brain in the situation or in what's going on around us. We're not even listening actively when we're listening like this. If you think about meetings you've been to recently, or if you live with a teenager, you may have experienced being listened to like this. It's not great when you're the speaker. And when you listen like this, or rather, don't listen like this, you run a high risk of damaging your relationships. Then, as we step up the listening staircase, the next step is where people are pretending to listen. They may be looking at the speaker, they may even be nodding, but what's happening internally for them is very different. They're desperately listening for a pause in the conversation so they can say something, which may or may not still be relevant to the conversation by the time they say it. This can happen because we're not paying sufficient attention or because we have an idea that we really want to share and sometimes remembering it becomes so big in our minds that we forget to actually keep listening. As leaders, when we do this to our teams, the impact is that we shut down conversations and we disengage the team. It's also something we can help our teams manage by ensuring that people get an opportunity to contribute to the discussion on a regular basis. On the next step of the listening staircase from pretending to listen is what's called selective listening. What's happening here is the person is taking in and beginning to process the information that's going on in the rest of the conversation, but they're listening for things that they can disagree with or to make a point they think makes them look like the best person in the room. This kind of listening can be perceived really negatively. And if we listen like this as a leader, not only do we close the conversation down, but we effectively tell our teams that we know better than them about everything and they'll soon stop bringing ideas to us and stop speaking up at meetings. I'm sure if you think about the meetings you've been to recently, you can think of plenty of examples of each of these three levels of listening. Listening at these levels may be active, but it's not enough to get you the benefits that good listening will. You're not going to get all the information that's available to you or understand new perspectives or help your team feel understood and valued. And all of that matters more than ever when we're experiencing a lot of change. If we want to use our listening effectively, we need to move up to the next level of listening. It's quite a big step to get to attentive listening, but this is the minimum level of listening we need to aim to be at when we're working with our team members, especially when we're leading change. At this level, we're listening to make sure we understand the other person's perspective. And it's where we start making a positive impact in the relationships we have with the person we're listening to. Approaching a conversation with the intent to understand the other's perspective and to demonstrate that understanding takes a lot of energy and focus, which can be hard at first, but the more you do it, the easier it will become. When I've talked with people about attentive listening, there's a common misunderstanding that I think is worth calling out here. Understanding somebody's perspective does not mean you have to agree with it. When you're listening in this way, however, together you'll be able to work backwards through their thinking to a point where you do agree and to a point where you can have a great discussion about those differences. As I say, you don't need to listen at this level all of the time, but it should be the minimum level you're aiming to listen at when you're working one-to-one with people or in high-pressure situations. You'll also find a lot of benefits listening like this when you're working with stakeholders and clients. So what's the very top of our listening staircase? Well, it's called empathetic listening, and it's where we're listening from the other person's perspective, from their frame of reference, if you like, seeing the world through their eyes. To do this, we need to be able to quieten our inner voice 
and the thoughts that we've sparked by what the other person said. We need to be able to listen without judging the speaker. It takes a lot of practice, but once we're able to do this, we'll notice the benefits in terms of our relationships, how effectively we're able to communicate, and ultimately in our whole team's performance. Personally, I know I also found I was getting less frustrated with people at work once I learned to listen like this, because I was better able to understand where they were coming from, and I was more able to get my point across to them, and we were able to get great outcomes and results from our conversations. It certainly has helped me manage various bosses, and it's proved invaluable in a number of very different projects. So what stops us listening like this all the time? Well, it's hard work, and we and our brains can easily become distracted by by our thoughts, by ideas sparked by the conversation, by things that we were worrying about anyway, or by things we need to remember, or by thinking about a conversation that we had just before this, or maybe about a book we're reading, or, well, you get the gist, our brains are great at getting distracted. Great listening means muting those internal thoughts and reminders for a little while. It's also harder to listen well when you're tired. If your energy levels are too low, you literally won't have enough energy to listen well. On the other end of the scale, if your energy levels are too high and you're buzzing so much you can hardly sit still, you'll also find it very hard to listen as your mind will be so busy flitting around. It's yet another reason to manage your energy as a leader. The environment we're in also makes a big difference. For example, it's harder to listen when we're in a really noisy environment. So it's worth doing the things you can to manage this. If, for example, you find listening on a video conference hard, try using headphones to cut out the other distractions. By now, you may be wondering how you can become a better listener, how you can listen at either attentive or empathetic levels more often. Well, the first step is to notice which level you're listening at in different work situations. Then ask yourself if you've been listening at the best level for that situation. Most people tend to find there are at least one or two activities where they need to make significant changes in how they're listening. I suggest picking one of those activities at a time and really focus on listening at the level you want to during it. At the end, take time to review how you did and what you could do to improve that even further. Once you're confident in how you're listening in that situation, start focusing on the next one on your list and practice listening at the level you want to in that one, and so on and so on and so on until you're confident you're listening at the right levels all of the time. Okay, so in this episode, we've talked about listening and how if we've had any training at all about listening, it's probably been that we need to listen actively. And that's a good start point. And as leaders, we need to take it further. We broke listening down into different levels, ignoring, pretend and selective listening, which don't help us to be effective leaders. And then the levels we need to aim to be listening at, attentive listening, where we're listening to understand the other person, and empathetic listening, where we're listening so that we can see the world from the other person's perspective. The things I share in this podcast are based on my experiences, and some will be more relevant to you than others. It's up to you to decide what you're going to take and apply from this podcast. That's what being a curious choice leader is all about, getting curious and building our understanding, then evaluating what we find and making choices about what's right for us and our business. So the question I'd like to leave you with is, In which situations do you need to step up how you're listening? If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, I'd love it if you'd subscribe and then rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. When you rate and review the show, you help more people find it and step into their leadership one curious choice at a time. You can find the show and all the episodes and show notes, as well as more information on becoming a curious choice leader by visiting thecuriouschoiceleader.com. Thank you for listening and I look forward to talking to you next time.